podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We've had a, a bit of a stranger week this week, given that Everton were playing a two on uh, Everton were playing in the quarterfinals of the League Cup on Tuesday. Uh, therefore, we're doing the weekly on Friday, uh, and it's Warren and me this morning looking ahead to what's going on against Spurs and looking back at a, at a week that's been an emotional one, Warren, I think it's fair enough to say, isn't it, given the way in which we uh, we got by the first half of the week anyway or didn't get by, many people would, uh, would be saying, given the fact we go out to Fulham on, on penalties. We had a little bit of a chat after it in the Denby, um, only a short one really because it was about half ten and everyone wants to go home, given how poor that game was for us and the results anyway. Would have, of course, we would have ended up with Liverpool if you if you sort of work out how those uh, that draw came about. We would have ended up with Liverpool because they've got Fulham in the, the last four. Um, I don't know whether anyone is happy about that or not. Then when thinking that we get them in the last four, but have you changed your view on anything that we saw in, in that in that quarter final? Because I mean, I've I've gone through like all seven different types of. Uh, Emotion really, it's it's been <laughs> seven stages of grief. Seven well, stages. First of all, yeah, first of all, Dave, we we were talking prior to the Burnley game last week that every time me and you speak together, we win. And you didn't have me on prior to Fulham. Me and you speaking for that preview, that's so that's why we didn't win that game. Uh, so I suppose most most people would say we got a draw at least, mate. So we're unbeaten. We're unbeaten, yeah. But we're, we're, you know, we were talking now, so that means we've definitely got the three points at Spurs on Saturday. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's no, right. as as you say, me and you met after the game on on Tuesday, and we had a little chat afterwards. And I said to you at the time, you know, I was furious. I was absolutely furious at the time, and took a bit of stick for it in the game. Actually, I I um, got into should we say a few disagreements with people in the stands, just how I felt with that penalty afterwards. And listen, everyone said the piece about it since Tuesday. We don't need to go over old ground I just felt it was a very good opportunity for us to get into a semi-final of a, of a cup competition we've not won and I was disappointed in the for me it was it was the it was the arrogance really of the way it was taken it was a great chance for them to and all the penalties before that were you know were brilliantly taken and I just mm. I just thought you know if Anana hits it properly there and doesn't try to be too cocky or arrogant we're through but look that's old ground now we need to move on from that and I think whilst Tuesday wasn't our greatest performance, I think it highlighted, and I'm going to go positive here, I think it highlighted what Everton has been all about this season. It wasn't a great performance against what we've said this, against the decent Fulham team, but we somehow found a way to stay in the game and get that goal at the end. And I think that shouldn't derail us from what goes in now to the rest of the season. I think what it, on and particularly on Saturday as well, I think, look, we've, we've got to go into it thinking that League-wise, we've been brilliant. We've been absolutely brilliant the yeah. last six, seven weeks and we need to continue that going forward. And it's going to be a very tough game, as we know, against a Spurs team, which are on the up again. They've got some very good players. Mm. They've got some very good attacking talents in particular. You know, our old mate, the Charlesons, in form at the minute as well. So I think that it's, you know, I'm sure we're going to go on to talk about it. It'll be a very tough game. But yeah. I don't think what happened on Tuesday should derail like I mentioned there, what happens going forward now into the rest of the Christmas period and then into the new year. And as I said, you know, for me, whilst the performance wasn't a great performance in terms of quality on Tuesday, I thought everything you'd won in a Sean Dice team and in an Everton team was there on Tuesday. Effort, desire, will to win. Yeah. And finding a way to 
to stay in the game and to get that goal. And you know, as I said, I think uh, I think it was I think whilst whilst it wasn't, I wouldn't say that you know we deserved to win the game or we deserved to win it outright or anything like that. And by that stretch, I thought the way that we stayed with it was was testament to what this Everton team has been as as I've said really there in the last two months. So we've got to take that into Saturday. We need to. Yeah, I mean, I, I think broadly I agree with you. I'll get on to the point where I have um, a slight disagreement with you on that in a second. But you're right in, in terms of it. I think it gives us a lot of clues as to what we need to do and in terms of um, who we select as well going forward into what's a hectic festive period, isn't it? But where, where, where I think you were, I was broadly right with what you were saying um, was, you know, the, the way in which we've been playing, the way in which the sides put together this, that great four game win and run. I think there are a couple of facets to take from that. Um, for us as fans, like you say, I don't know whether that Daesh and that squad will be in line with what we're saying. So, like like you say there, it's like everybody's woken up like feeling a bit broken and um, absolutely gutted that we didn't get to a semi-final of a cup competition, maybe, what, up to yesterday. Um, still having that in their mind and then, you know, quickly you start thinking, hang on, we've got a massive game away. At Spurs, the weekend, three o'clock kickoff on a Saturday as well, which we don't have many of them these days. It's the type of thing that we typically get up for now, given the the, the run of form that we're on. But I do wonder how this influenced um, Dice and the, and the team, to be honest. Now, I, I did say earlier this week that I think he's the perfect manager to have in a situation where you really need to you know, refocus as soon as you possibly can. I mean, I can imagine he's the type that walks into the office the next day and says, right, lads, don't even think about to get on the training round now and let's get back to what we were doing um, in, in the recent run of form that we've hit. Um, now, obviously, any human beings, like like all of us, they, they'll have they'll have a feeling towards that. They'll have an uh, it'll have had an impact on them. And you can't you can't even doubt that. I don't think you think about Onana there. I mean, I, I think ninety nine percent of of fans certainly would be thinking, right, this fella's going to come out on Saturday and aim to prove himself and, and try and sort of show a bit of redemption. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people say he owes the fans and all that. I'm I'm not I'm I'm really not a um, a disciple for any of that sort of thing, you know. Um because you know, you look at who we're going to play first and foremost, it's a better side than Fulham. So you 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 need to take a lot of things in and around this and in, into your assessment of what you sort of need him to do at the weekend. He's gonna start as well. Uh, probably helps him that it's an away game as well, one. Um, because it's the type of thing that he, you know, people would be straight in at him if it was the Man City game this weekend and then Spurs. And with it being those two games, I do wonder what we'll see from him. But I mean, I, I, it's it's such a, a different mentality in penalty shootouts. I mean, even even when you play footy as a kid and you've you've taken penalties, there's a there's a certain thing I think in everybody you have that little bit of nervousness when you when you're stepping up to hit a penalty, even if you're mating goals, you know what I mean? And I don't envy anybody who has to take a penalty. But nonetheless, the thing that's been difficult for us all to get over was the the manner in which he takes it. Um I I, I said the word uh, arrogance. Uh, I think a lot of people did. A lot of people who disagree with that as well, saying that, you know, it's as simple as and it's psychologically is difficult to remit to go through it because you get many people saying, "Well, look, if that goalkeeper decides to go the other way, he's he's, he's tapped it in. He's literally just flicked it into the goal." And it's the the kind of attitude I think the lad's got because he's a confident young lad. Not too sure there's anything wrong with that, but certainly in that situation, 
that that's what ultimately cost us going through to a semi-final. So that's why going into this one, I think you've got a lot of angry Evertonians looking into it, where I think, I'm not sure Dice should go up to him and say, look, you owe these something. I don't think he's that type either. But I think Onana himself, um, given the personality, given the given how good he's been for us um, for, for large batches, he's going to be thinking himself to make a point against Spurs this weekend. Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to say something here that completely contradicts my emotions and <laughs> how, how how I felt about it on Tuesday after the game. And look, I, I was as angry as anybody. I really was. And even, you know, even Wednesday and a little bit yesterday as well, I was still absolutely furious at the manner of, of which the penalty was missed and which we ran out. But I think if we look at the bigger picture, there's a couple of things you said there which... I think really highlight the way this team will react to it. And number one is firstly, Anon has been brilliant this season. I think me and you were probably his biggest critics early on in the season, particularly on this show, because we wanted more from him. I think that our argument was always that we didn't not rate him, we just wanted to see more from him because we realised the potential he's got. And I think credit to him, I think one of the biggest things I can say in terms of the positives about him was when he missed that game or two, um, you know, in the last few weeks, you saw how much we missed him. You saw how much of an influence he he is and he can be. And for his age and for the type of player he is to affect Premier League games that much and to affect our team that much, I think says a lot about him and how, how good he can be for us. So that's the first thing. And then, Secondly, I think you you referenced a little bit there as well about him, the fact that he's got the confidence to do that. Now, again, this mm. is where I contradict myself on Tuesday because I was ready, I was ready to have a marching around the streets of Goodison, you know, <laughs> pleading for apologies from all of us. But for a young man to, to step up and do that and to have that confidence, even if it was borderline, well, it was arrogance, let's be honest, it was arrogance to do what he did. But to have that in someone so young, I think, again, speaks to how he feels he can be in terms of his ability and how good he can be. And that can only be a positive for us going forward. How many times down the years, Dave, have we called out our players for not stepping up or not, you know, or hiding, hiding when we need them to step up? And even after he missed, and I think when when Adrissagana game missed this penalty, he was the first one of the team to go forward and, you know, say to him, don't worry about it. And that took a lot of guts. And and I, you know, like I said, this wasn't this was the furthest thing from my mind when I was watching it live. But when I've taken stock of what I've watched and thought about it a few days later, whilst I'm still not whilst I'm still not happy with what he did, I think in terms of his character to, to want to step forward for someone so young to to be that player who A backed his teammate who missed but also came up to the fans afterwards when, listen, we were all furious and angry to hold his hands up and go, sorry, basically. I think that says a lot about him as a character. So you mentioned there as well about Dice. I don't think Dice would have said anything to him. I don't think Dice would have said the word to him because I think Dice is the type of manager that looks at the bigger picture and he'll look at it and go, do I get angry? Do I throw teacups around? Do I do the hairdryer treatments to a lad who... 22 years of age who can really affect how Everton perform the rest of this season. And I think he'll look at the big picture and go, I'll take one minor discretion over the five, six, seven, eight games where he's been 
colossal for us, you know, up there with our best two, three, four players. So I think that he'll probably privately have a point to prove. I think he'll want to prove to us that, you know, he was sorry, he was sorry for what, how the penalty was. Um, and he'll probably want to, but I think for his own sake as well, I think he'll probably want to go to away at the ground like Spurs and want to turn in a performance because, yeah. you know, let's, Let's not lie about it, Dave. He's going to have suitors, whether it be the end of this season, next season, whenever. He's going to have... There was already a little bit of talk, wasn't there, in the week about certain clubs abroad looking at him. He's going to have suitors who want to who want to take him and he's going to want to develop and play probably at a higher level and play in Europe and that type of thing. So he's got a point to prove, of course he has, but then he's got a point to prove every game, especially if he wants to match his ambition. So I've got no concerns in terms of how he reacts or how... Dice or anyone else reacts going forward. I think that, like you said as well, Dice will be the type of manager who'll go in Wednesday morning and go, right, okay, we've got spares on Saturday and won't even reference the full mm. game. And I think that will, I think that's that focus and that linear mm. idea of next game, one game at a time, as cliche and as sometimes dull for us supporters to listen to, is I think that's exactly how they'll go about it. Um, and I think in terms of the t- you know, you said there as well about the they're all human. Yeah, they'll all be disappointed. They'll probably all be a little bit annoyed that they couldn't do better like we all were Wednesday, Thursday morning. But I also think as well that the team spirit within that we we we've said the last few weeks about how the team spirit in this in this squad at the moment has been a real bonus. And how the things like the, the Lewis Dobbin goal against Chelsea where they all went over and celebrated, that's really come in and been something that has been a difference to this squad this year. And I think that the fact that the team spirits are so strong, I don't think they will dwell on it too much either. I think as a squad, they'll again probably look as a, a bigger picture and have a general cohesive focus, spares away, let's see what we can do. Let's try and get the three points, you know, to hit we say, go away again and try and get another three points at one of these so-called, you know, big teams. So I think that I think probably as a squad, they probably could choose to be behind them already. And I think that's just the type of environment that Dice has created. And I think that'll only benefit us. I think us as fans, though, yeah, there will be probably a few in there going into the game on Saturday in the away end, still a bit annoyed and probably, you know, one misplaced pass goes and someone will bring up Tuesday again. But <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think generally, I hope, and I know I will be, but I hope generally that the fans will probably again look at the bigger picture and think to themselves, Do you know what, actually, we've done brilliant this season compared to the last couple. Let's keep this momentum going and let's see if we can pick up a point or, you know, dare I say three. So that's that's the way I think they'll go about it, both fans and supporters and Anana himself going into the game against Spurs. Just to continue that theme on the psychology thing for ourselves as fans and the squad itself, the manager, um, I'm going to ask you a pretty straightforward question now. Would you do you prefer that? Obviously, I'd, I'd, I'd assume, given what we've just spoken about, we'd be it's fine for us going away from home, given that's where most of our points have came. But in terms of the the type of side that we've got to go and play against, I had it in my mind, um, and again, I'm not speaking for any other fans, but I would imagine that many would think that this game against Fulham, had we gone and won it, you'd feel quite. Um, lethargic going away to Spurs in a game in which I think most people ex- would expect Everton to lose, not ourselves because of how good we've done away from home. But 
the fact that we lost that game and what we've just been talking about in terms of how few fans would feel, in terms of not being able to get out of the mind, does going is going here affecting the the team? Not obviously as fans, because there's an obvious effect there that we could ask any fan about. But with with the team itself going away to such a an established club, I mean, I know they've had their issues in terms of runs of form they've had. They seem to be right back at it now, uh, particularly at home. In other words, I've I've been really looking forward to us going away to any side, and that's not just because of the four uh, wins on the on the spin in the Premier League, and and then most of them being away from home. That that's more because I think any time I watch Everton, and I'm really comfortable with us playing from home, even though we don't have as much of the ball. Um, it's it's nice, it's compact, and you've got eleven lads trusting each other to be able to break away. Um, we've got we've got a fullback there. We mentioned Michalenko. Looks like he's going to be back. Um, although ironically, Brantwaite was absolutely brilliant at left back too. But you've got a player who's who's um he's probably been a lot of people's players of the season so far in, in Michalenko at left back. You've got him back in there. Um you you we've had a long chat about Patterson. I think there's a the narrative with him is going to continue, isn't it, for a for a long season, I think. Um hope he, hopefully he finds a level of consistency where we're not actually talking about Get him in, get him out. If if Seamus is fit, he's got to start type of thing. But I look at I look at the the feeling towards going to Spurs and and before Tuesday happened, I'd be like, yeah, bring it on. Um, really confident about how Everton can play. Look, you can go to a side like that and lose and lose without without playing poorly. That's that's just the nature of going to a side that plays really really well like they have and are probably going to be in and around top four for the rest of the season. You know, you need to put that into some sort of context, but. Um. Yeah, I, I, I do. It really interests me the way our mentality changes when things happen. So, so going to space, do do you feel it's a lot different? Firstly, compared to how we've done away from home and so well away from home, and the results on Tuesday. Um, does that have a lot of change on your mentality towards going to this to this and and, and how it'll end up playing out? I I think for the fact how good the away form's been this season. I think we all realise how tough a game it's going to be, but I yeah. don't think we feel as frightened or as petrified of going to one of these places. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to go there and win, but we we know, I think we all feel now that we can go to places like Spurs and we know we're going to see a performance. Now, whether that results in us getting beat, draw, win, I think we're going to walk away. I hope we're going to walk away, but we... We're more confident now of going away from it at the end of the ninety minutes and going. Do you know what we've 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 done what we can there, and we just lacked a bit of this, a bit of that, or we we've we deserve the you know points or the win. I think we're a lot more as fans certainly confident about going to these places. I think we've said a lot about the Evertonian in us and the psychology and the mentality of an Evertonian. You know full well, Dave. We'd have won comfortably on Tuesday. We're all going to turn round now before this game Saturday and go well there's no way we're going to win six in a row we won five in a row Everton don't win six in a row yeah even that's, with that's... that sorry to interrupt mate the, the, thing, the, yeah. the thing about that the way our mentality goes is if we'd have won on Tuesday I think you've got a lot of fans who wouldn't actually be too bothered about going to Spurs yeah. and not winning you know that that thing if you throw that question at them what would you rather win which Matt threw at me last week and I've been getting pelters from the answer when he's asked you know what would if you had to have one or the other and I said I, I reckon we need the league more 
Um, the fact that we've lost probably get a, a few people saying, oh, yeah, you were right there, Dave. But actually, I completely reversed my decision when we'd lost that on Tuesday, given the, the manner of it. It was like nearly making me cry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, so just, it, just on that, Dave, you you yourself and I know you've you've had a bit of stick both from you know a few people on on this, you know on this show, but also oh, people that, online and that. stuff. <laughs> no, I know, and but I think and and we had this chat after the game on Tuesday, and and you know correct me if I'm wrong, and correct me if I'm putting words in your mouth, but the way when you said about look, I preferred the league and all that, and if yeah, I had to yeah. pick one in the cup. I think the immediate reaction is, well, hang on a minute, we haven't won anything for so long. Like, why are you picking that over that? Yes, but yeah. the way the way the way I heard it, the way it, it resonated with me was, you were going from an angle of, listen, if you're not been around for the last two years and seeing what we've had to put up with, you know, going to the point of where we we talked about this on Tuesday, we both said after the Newcastle game last year when we lost four one at home, mm. we we thought we were gone. And we were depressed and we were down and we thought this is catastrophic for our football club. And I think that to go from that to then surviving and the relief we all felt, and we don't need to go over old ground, but the relief everyone felt after the Bournemouth game. I think in my mind, when I was listening to you say that, you were you were going from the point of view of, look, I don't want to go through that again. So to me, this is more important at this stage for Everton than anything else. And I tend to agree with that. Whilst we'd all dearly love a trophy and we're, we're, we're desperate to see some silverware because it's been far too long, I know we've we've all talked, haven't we, this season about God give us give us mid table, give us mid table mediocrity with the season over by February March and we'll take that compared to what we've had the last two seasons. So when you were saying that, that was the that was the that was what I was getting from what you were trying to say. Not that you didn't want us to win, you know, on Tuesday, or not that you didn't want us to win a cup. It was more that look. This has been a horrible three, four years for Everton. I just want to see some form of stability that we can grow with and that we can proceed with going forward and that we mm. can maintain and we can turn us back into a very good, solid Premier League club again and then build on that. So that well, do you know I what, do you know what came in, in the other direction for that with me was what you, what you said in terms of how, how, you, uh, how you perceived what I was talking about there. It was the fact that... And I had this chat with with Matt and well, pretty much everybody else who's been on the show in terms of the the narrative since the this season started is the three teams that came up are all crap, and mm. and they're, they're going to be the bottom three. You know, come hell or high water, they'll be the three that go down. First of all, football doesn't live like that, and I, I do you know what I fi- I firmly believe that that will be the three that go. Mm. But the way in which we've been, then add the deduction to it. I'm thinking, you know. This this is by no means over, even though we're five, six, seven points ahead of the third, third bottom side. There's still, you know, we've still got more than half a season, just more than half a season left to go. And uh, I had this, I had a long, long debate with Matt Jones over this, um, and he normally turns out to be right, but I, I, said, I stood my ground with him and I said, mate, I don't think this is over at all. And a lot of people have said to me, I wouldn't even worry about getting relegated now. You looked at Forrester down there as well behind us, and you know you've got you've got three sides that have barely won a game between all three of them. Then you know Everton should be fine. The last yeah, three I years, think... mate. What what have what have we what have we learned from the last three years? And and the other thing I was talking to um to Paul McFarlane last night, and he was he was saying um you know there's always a side that drops like a, a stone. In in the in the bottom half of the Premier League. Well, that's been us, hasn't it? That's Correct. been us in the last Absolutely year. Absolutely right. Yeah. That that's yeah. it, mate. And I'd like this season. 
I'd love it, mate. I'd love it for us to become that side that's pure mediocrity because mm. we've not had a spell like that for a long time. We've all approached May absolutely shitting ourselves that we're still going to be in the Premier League. Exactly. That, to me, in the longer yeah. looking, in the longer looking, uh, the the broader side of things that go on in football that you predict, that to me was always more important than if we can get to a semi final in a league cup. Now, when I've said that at the time before the game, people are going, "Oh, that's ridiculous! You can't say that, Dave." When you know we're a couple of games away from Wembley, absolutely, I'm all for getting us to Wembley, but that cannot come ahead of us securing that season in front of us, especially when. The, you know, the, the new stadiums on the, the near horizon now are going to be there in, what, 18 months' time. That that side of things, to me, I, I just thought I had a, a, a larger perspective than, than a, a lot of other people, because, um, like I say, most disagree with what I said. Now I'm not going to sit here gloat and saying, well, we've lost, look how important the league is again, but it I think it does show you a little bit of the, the magnitude of... of Everybody down after you get out of a cup competition like that, the way in which we did as well was even stunned us more. Then to a point now where you've got Spurs, you've got Man City, and then you've got Wolves away. I think we've got Aston Villa at home as well. We were a really, really tough run of games going. You're not telling me that Everton won't be dropping a little bit lower in those matches by dropping points with the three, well, the four sides that are below us right now. That's what I mean by there's still a hell of a lot of work to get done here before we're able to sit there with our feet up and ready to go on holiday. And and that's what I took from what you said. And yeah. it wasn't... And listen, we're not sitting here going, we accept mid-table mediocrity. No, of course no. we don't. I think, we, I think we've just got it in our heads, especially, you know, I mean, I'll never forget how I felt after that Newcastle game last year, and I don't mm-hmm. want to ever feel that again. And I think just to see a stable Everton team this year, I think if he'd have offered us that before the start of the season, we would have gladly took it. I think in terms of the teams below us currently, I think the thing for me where and I'm when I'm on the Matt Jones side of things and when I'm a bit more confident is if they've only won two out of 17, they've got to try and find a way of getting to, I mean, what are they on? Eight points. They've got to try and get to 34 at least mm. or 35 which that's been the average you've needed to stay in the league. What do we, we got 34 last year, didn't we? So you need about 34, 35. So you're saying they need to find another 20-odd points from somewhere. That means they need to win at least seven games and probably mm. a few draws in there as well. Well, if they've only won two with nearly half the season gone, some team might go on a mad run and survive. I just think it's going to be very difficult for all three of them to do that. So I think that's where... I've got a bit more confidence, like Matt has, that we probably won't be in as much trouble. But saying that, no, because what what are you both? We, what are you done again? Not to put words in your mouth. What yeah. I surmise that you're both saying there is, like you've just the, the factual information you've just given there about what they need to do to get to a position where mm. it would even make it difficult for us. I can I completely understand that. My my opposite reference to it was the fact that. And maybe it's just a paranoia from the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, I think anybody else, how many people do you know who don't support Everton have said you'll be fine? Most yeah. most people yeah. say that in general. Yeah. I don't know, I guess that you know, the, the old adage that this is Everton. Um, but I I don't know. I we've mean been, we've been stung, Dave. We've been stung so many oh. times, not just with the recent years, but down the years with different things that have happened to us. Yeah. It's worn us down and and we have got that natural ability to just be a little bit guarded and not yeah. get ahead of ourselves. I want us to be able what... to get to mid-table, right? I want us to be able to get to mid-table and say, 
Fucking hell, if we had those 10 points, we'd be in fifth, Europe. sixth, seventh. Yeah. That's yeah. a cracking season for us that there's one you can actually build on. Not one where you're looking at a season saying, oh, we finished 14th, 15th. You know, we, we, we've only just about stayed, we've only just about stayed up by five or six yeah. points or whatever, being more comfortable than seasons gone by. But then I don't want us walking into the summer thinking, we've got to get this amount of players in, we haven't got any money to spend, go back to the financial crap that we've got going on. I, I just want to see it like stability. stability. Stability at our club has been a word that's that, that that hasn't even been understood for a long, long time. And this is this is leading on to Saturday again because I've been banging on to you, especially about how if we can just keep picking up points and listen, if we if we got a draw on Saturday, I'd be I'd be the happiest man in that yeah. of course if we got a win, I'd be ecstatic. But if we got a draw because I referenced in the show about a week or two ago when Moyes was at his peak with us. We used to go on these runs where we'd go about 10, 11, 12 games unbeaten. And a lot of them games would be draws. But just going on an unbeaten run just adds to that stability, adds to that consistency. If we can go into this game on Saturday and pick up a point, and even if over the next three games we don't win any of them but we pick up points, I think that just will help us climb towards where me and you have just described where we want us to be. Yeah, Like you said there, it's a very tough set of games coming up. Remember, sandwiched in between, that's the Palace away game and the Cup between the Villa game as well. That's going to be difficult. A bit of a free hit as well, but that's going to be difficult going down there. They'll probably want to reverse what happened to them when we went away from home against them as well. So there's a lot of difficult games. Manufactured into that as well, the fact that, you know, it's the Christmas period, there's a lot of games on the run. We've got a small squad as it is. We're starting to see injuries, suspensions, that type of thing. So that's not necessarily physically, but mentally going to be tiring as well on the squad. So listen, if we can carry on picking up these points here and there and then get into a position where we get to February or March and we're like, right, we probably only need another two wins and we're safe. That, that to me, Dave, after the last couple of seasons, will be heaven. Now, do I accept that for Everton generally every season? Not at all, no. And mm-hmm. like you, you made a great point there when you said about, and we've all said this, we need to get to that new stadium being a solid Premier League team because that, we hope, could be the catalyst for pushing Everton into the higher echelons where we want to be, fighting for Europe, fighting for trophies, attracting better quality players, attracting investments, X, Y, Z, all the things that you know you want a great football club to be. At this moment in time, and we've used this phrase a lot, this show, the bigger picture. The bigger picture is, can we keep picking up points? Can we keep, you know, putting in the performances that, listen, credit to them, they've all been putting in, whether we've been playing well or not, they've been grafting, we've been working the backsides off. I am hopeful that we can go and do that again on Saturday. Do you know, even if we get beat Saturday, Dave, and it's not, it's not due to the fact that we haven't tried or we haven't worked hard or we, we played well, but we've just come up against a better team at the end of the day. I think even that, for me, I'll look into it and I'll go, yeah. do you know what, I can still take a lot of positives from that. So, listen, we're still on an upward trajectory. I'm not going to let Tuesday as furious as I was, by the way, and I said this to you after the match when I met with you for a pint and that, as furious as I was Tuesday, as annoyed and as angry I was in the stands with with you know Anana and with you know with, with how it all ended, I've 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 calmed down a little bit now, and I think mm. that that phrase is going to be so key, um for me anyway going forward. That phrase, the bigger picture, is going to come into it a lot in the next couple of weeks and the next couple of games. Mm. And listen, if we can get to 
mid mid January, mid to the end of January, and we're still in a reasonably healthy situation whereby, yeah, we still might not have the points back, but we might get some back, and you know we're we're still sort of six seven points above the relegation zone. I think that would represent a really good festive period and a really good start to the new year for Everton. So still lots of reasons to be positive, still lots of reasons to go into this game in particular thinking that we can get something out of it. I think the main thing is Everton just keep doing what they're doing, keep it simple, keep trying to pick up points here and there. You know, we can argue about the mindset and we can talk about the psychology of an Evertonian, we can talk about how angry we all were the other day. As long as we keep doing what we've done this year, I do think we'll be fine. But I also understand as well that there is a little bit of that nagging doubt in us because we've had it for so long where we've not had reason to shout as as Everton fans. So there is that nagging doubt, and we yeah. need we want to get we want to get to that point as quick as possible. So I can completely understand all sides of it. Yeah, no, I think that's spot on. Isn't it a good way to end the show? I do want to ask um, listeners, by the way, what. What would be in your mind where we do actually finish? Um, you know, obviously we all know where we'd like to finish in the, in a in the Premier League, but realistically, love our listeners to get in touch with us, tweet us, whatever, and just let us know what they think, uh, or would would expect from Everton this season, given the run of form, but given, you know, the the emotional roller roller coaster that we're always on anyway. Um, but as it is, uh, one thing before Warren and I go, uh, we're gonna bang on about this all the way through January, so please forgive us for doing so, but. Um, we're in a really big competition ourselves. The Blue Room, please give us a vote on the um the world part of the world, the uh UK podcast awards. Um really easy to do. It's all over our social media. Just click a button and it takes like about 30 seconds. Um we'd love you to do yeah, that. Voting no. for us. Do it. Ab- absolutely right, absolutely right. And uh yeah, really appreciate those who have so far because I know we've had loads. So uh, yeah, keep it going and there'll be post match next after the game against Spurs, up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.